Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I trusted that guy. I don't trust him anymore. I haven't trusted him since he, you know, 
turned against everything. But he recused himself. President Donald Trump is personally under FBI investigation for an undisclosed meeting that he, Jared, and Seth Justin had in 2006. NBC News reported five current and former U.S. officials said they were aware of classified intelligence, suggesting there was some sort of private encounter between Trump and his aides and the Russian envoy, despite a heated denial from Sessions, who has already come under fire for failing to disclose two separate contacts with Kislev. And Kushner, who denied, though a spokesman, spokesman. Uh, sorry, that he met privately with Kislev that day. These guys are liars from that front, right? The, the, the attorney general. We thought he was halfway. Believable. Yeah, I kind of. I thought I liked his um, when he was interviewed. He's but just a boy, big crook. That's I guess crook. so. The encounter occurred at the Mar- Mayflower Hotel, and is drawn the scrutiny of both the FBI and congressional investigators. The fact that Trump can be directly and personally connected to potential collusion with Russia. Explains why the president is why the president is doing everything he can to interfere with and slow down the investigations. If Trump was a participant in a meeting with Russia, he was no plausible deni- he has no plausible deniability. The president will be directly and personally involved in the scandal. It will mean that Trump's statement that he had nothing to do with Russia were lies because well, he said that the, yeah he said that all the way through his campaign. And the campaign didn't limit their involvement to accepting help from Russia. The Republican nominee himself may have even personally colluded, colluding, uh, may have been colluding with a hostile foreign power to undermine U.S. democracy. The FBI investigation of Trump makes a case for a potential obstruction of justice against this president even stronger. Well, we'll see. Wow, that's amazing because he's going he's to be well, investigated himself. We'll see if that's true. It will. It will happen. They got a lot of crap. I don't, I don't like who they appointed. They got a lot of crap, man. A lot of crap. How about the guy they appointed? More. Isn't he the one that brushed under 911? Uh, no, I think there's somebody. No, Tennant was the one, and uh, I don't. I don't think Mueller was. Was he might have been. He might have been. He might have been second in command there. Yeah, he was something there in FBI. So. So he he he's the whitewasher too. Yeah, he's been yeah. hired to whitewash. That's yeah. what that is. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith, Leo. I know you don't. Neither do I. But, you know, we got to hope. we got to hope. That's all we have is hope. Maybe not even that. I uh, would like to have some really good people. You'd like to have some really good people? Yeah. That, yeah. Would, that would give me hope. Well, the two good people are you and me and... Others like you and me. Oh, and all I was listening to the radio yesterday, mm-hmm. and I don't know how many people in his cabinet have been able to get waivers on That's their right ethics. Here. This came up today. Oh, there it is. Remember the song, Gun and Roses? I used to love her, but I had to kill her. Remember, yep. that? Remember that song? That's how I feel about Kathy. Uh, Kelly Oh, they're all on the take. They're all. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. Wait, I'm not sure. She's kept her pl- private clients. Yeah. And oh, she's she's in, she, I mean she just oh. bought an eight million dollar mansion. Mm-hmm. So she's 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 a she's right a Trump there. whore. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the White House uh, senior yeah. advisor Kelly Ann Conway left, and White House chief of staff. Rick, no, I don't want to bother that. Let's go to right here. The White House on Wednesday disclosed a group of former lobbyists working in President Donald Trump's administration who have been sued. Uh, issued ethics waivers following a request from the U.S. government's ethics agency. The list of at least 11 waivers include White House advisor Kellyanne Conway, Trump's chief of staff, Rents Priebus, according to the chart issued on the White House website. Conway is permitted to participate in communications and meetings involving uh, former clients which are political, advocacy, trade, or, non, or non-trade profit organizations. While Priebus, a former national convention chairman, is allowed to have communications and meetings with the RNC, the document says. Well, I can understand that. Shortly after taking office in January, Trump signed an executive order barring lobbyists who joined the administration from working on issues related to their prior work. 
but the administration has the power to grant waivers to particular hires, exempting them from that restriction. Also on the list is Michael Catanzaro, a special assistant to the president and a former oil and gas lobbyist who is cleared to weigh in on energy policy. Daniel Epstein, associate counsel to the president, may provide Oops, sorry. No, sorry. jumped up, go down. Yeah. May provide uh, legal advice to the White House office yep. or any agency of the executive branch and to take positions adverse to cause of action institute, whatever the hell that is. I don't know what that uh, is either. Shahira Knight a special assistant to the president who formerly worked for Fidelity, a financial security company, may participate in broad policy matters, in particular matters of general applicability relating to tax, uh, re retirement, and financial service issues. Another fucking crook. Okay. Uh, Andrew Ullman, a special assistant to Trump who worked as an attorney to the Senate Banking Committee uh, during the financial crisis, is cleared to join meetings that uh, former uh, clients involving Puerto Rico's fiscal issues, uh, along with a wide range of activities involving financial regulation. Huh. Puerto Rico is ready to file bankruptcy, by the way. I thought it already did. Oh, they, I don't, they just I, talked I, about it? I don't it? know if they did or if they are, but uh, somehow this, this, this clown is involved with them, too. Now, we're getting, they're getting ready to rip off the government like there's nobody's ever... Yeah, where's all the off. money going to go? In all their pockets? It's all going in their fucking pockets. These, these guys are crooks. Mick Mulvaney, director of the Office of Management and Budget, has promised in a letter on Friday that the White House would comply with the request from the Office of Government Ethics to provide information on which former lobbyists are working in the administration. Mulvaney said in the letter that the administration was not seeking to impede efforts by the OGE uh, to uh, obtain that information, despite earlier protests from Walter Schaub, the agency's director. Schaub, an appointee under Barack Obama in the final year, oops, I'm sorry, um, Shaw. Yeah, you, and a, you can you see it appropriate? Yeah. An appointee under President Barack Obama in the final year of a five-year term had requested in April copies of waivers the Trump administration granted to former lobbyists now appointed to positions in the government. Those requests were sent to agencies across the government and across his administration seeking waivers. Uh, those requests were sent to agencies across the administration seeking waivers that would allow former lobbyists to work on issues that they had been involved with as paid advocates. But OMB requested a stay, a stay of that request, prompting a fierce response from Schaub. He called the request highly unusual and said, his agency has the authority to take corrective active action proceedings against agencies that refuse its requests. In his Friday response, Mulvaney said the, said the request stay was not an attempt to stifle OGE efforts, but rather to provide more time to ensure sufficient consideration was given to legal questions. Yeah, right. OMB has never sought to impede the OGE, he wrote. Mulvaney closed the letter by saying that OMB did not grant any lobbyist waivers itself. So Trump granted them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the guy's a crook. Mm. Uh, he's going to be a cro crooked, crook, crook bastard. What's that um, little video? Go down to the bottom there. It has uh, him saying car. something. Trump tweeted uh, coffee. Yeah. 
talkie. You know, it, that was a secret tweet. Um. Well, there's this video. It's just been seen almost seven million times since that coffee came out. Oh. Uh. Like a few days ago. It says how to make coffee. How to make uh, coffee. C O F F E F F E. It's just terrible. The guy, the guy makes all this crap. It's uh, delicious. <laughs> he throws all kinds of shit together to make coffee. This is good too, but I'm not gonna play it. Rage Against the Machine played on kids' toys. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty good. They did a pretty good job of it. <laughs> this one, I think I got a voice on this, but I'm not sure. I'm gonna turn this off because he does this in 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 English, in French, in German. But he's he's one of the. Uh, they're complete idiots if they think they they're not, they can't shut down the climate agreement, okay? And this guy is uh, president of the EU Commission, okay? Jean-Claude Juncker. Yeah. Right? Juncker? And he's saying, he's saying, what he's saying is, I'm going to read I'd like to know why you can't, you can't get out of something you don't because like. Because they signed it. It's a five, It's a minimum of four or five years yeah, they, that they signed it. They do all this stuff that makes it impossible. It's yeah, well, well, listen to what it says. Okay, before I don't you like jump to it, um, listen to it. He's a trans Well, li- yeah, I'm a trans uh, Atlanticist, he says. And he says, uh, whatever that means, that means nothing, but it's everything. But I'm against have, behaving like Vassalis of America. Vassal. Yeah. If the, the Paris Agreement in the next few hours or days, then it's Europe's duty to say this isn't how this works. The Americans cannot just leave the climate protection agreement. Um, this is what Mr. Trump believes because he doesn't deal closely enough with the dossiers uh, to fully understand them. And it takes three to four years to leave the agreement after it came into force, which was last year, November 6, 2016. So I didn't want Obama to sign. So this notion, I'm Trump, I'm America first, and I'm going to get out of it, this won't happen. He tried to convey this. We tried to. Yeah, we tried to convey this to Mr. Trump in Taromania. That's in Sicily. Uh, In clear German sentences, it, it looks like this. This attempt didn't work, but the law is the law, and not all laws, and not all law that is written in international agreements is fake news. <laughs> so, does this guy say he can't get out of it? He wants to get out of it. He can't get out of it till 2020, right? So, uh, you know, too bad, sucker. You're stuck. No, we're stuck. That's what I mean. We're that's what I meant. We're stuck. Tick repellent recipe. Yeah, I wonder if that works. I don't know, but it's it's from a uh, let's see, what was it from? Oh, uh, it's Hell site. You know, you Love Style added the new video. Or whatever. No. They, they send it. Twenty drops of lemongrass essential oil. Twenty drops of eucalyptus essential oil. Four ounces of water. Add all ingredients in a spray bottle. Shake well. Spray on shoes, socks, and pant cuffs. Safe for humans and dogs. Yeah, that, that's uh, the recipe for tick to keep ticks maybe. off. Naturally. Oh, this is funny. Yeah, this is how they... Facebook comments agree, disagree with everyone else in the trend. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Do you have anything on Comey? Is, uh, he didn't know. There's nothing nothing really new he yet. Re- he he's he's going to testify, but he didn't say, you know. Um, yeah, so anyway... This was this was kind of interesting. I, I thought I, one day a school teacher wrote the following on a chalkboard: nine times one equals seven. Nine times two equals one eighteen. Nine times you know, it's the first. And he was finished. He looked at the students and they all laughed when he asked them why. One student pointed out that the first quotation was wrong. Mm-hmm. The teacher responded by saying, "I wrote the first one wrong on purpose to show you something very important." This is how the world will treat you. You can see that I wrote five other right answers, but none of you gave me recognition for that. You all laughed and criticized me for the one wrong thing that I did. The world will not always appreciate the good that you do, but it will put you down for the one mistake you make. Always rise above the criticism and stay strong. I oh, thought, I like that. That's that wonderful. I thought that was good. I, I, I 
goes that's through that. That's really, that's really good. That is so true. Isn't that true? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, oh, I thought you'd be interested in this. Look at that plant. I'm going to show it to you later. Uh, see how they plant? They can plant up to 50 plants in one, one thing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Look at that. A small space. And it's got, it's a, it's a really, look at that. Isn't that cool? It is. Some people are so clever. Yeah, it's a really clever thing on how to create all kinds of up to 50 plants in one big planter. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Radiation emits from smart meters are 100 times greater than cell phones. Imagine that. We don't have a smart meter yet. No, I don't want one. Smart meters are the potential health threat as they consistently. Constantly. Yeah, emit radiation. About 65 million homes are at risk. These appliances release radiation 100 times greater than mobile phones. The Center of Electro Smog Prevention estimates that one meter emits the radiation equivalent to 150 cell phones. Other uh, studies say that the smart meter emit a thousand times that. And electromagnetic pollution can lead to various health concerns, chronic headaches, seizures, insomnia, dizziness, health uh, palpitations. The Emmy said that the smart, whoops, this is supposed to fast me. Okay. Um, most customers are forced to accept the smart meter in place of their traditional meter. That's true. They did that in California. These offer the, those offered the choice to opt out are often forced to pay a monthly penalty fee. Be a smarter consumer with the articles of naturalnews.com. So, you know. Watch those smart meters, folks. They're not, they're not what you think. Yeah. It's a funny thing that um, uh, I wrote this because Ted Nugent just visited the uh, the uh, White House. Yeah. And he actually threatened to kill, he, he, he threatened to kill Obama. Mm-hmm. Nobody said a damn thing about that. No. But the minute somebody uh, puts up a thing about about uh, uh, Trump, all of a sudden everybody's going crazy, right? So, double standards, dripping hypocrisy are Trump's credo for political office. Nugent is a Trump tool. I didn't get invited. He did, uh, but he didn't get invited to Trump's inauguration. Neither did Kid Rock, two redneck rockers who are too real to attend a, or play a Trump party. None of Trump's poor white supporters were invited either. All right, and yeah. a picture of Trump of, of you know, yeah, he threatened in uh, was it last year uh, Nugent on a radio show threatened that he wanted to kill Obama. That amazing, huh? It is amazing, and nothing happened. Yeah, Hung, hiker plunges to his death while taking a selfie at a waterfall. Oh my God! Yeah, this is just a uh, this article is just a. a, a a strange. Uh, um, Where was that? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll tell you in a second. But I thought this was just a strange vignette of 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 the vanity and, and stupidity of people today. A 25-year-old hiker fell from his death while posing for a selfie at a cliff in Washington's Palouse Falls State Park on Tuesday. Um, That's horrible. Yeah, uh, you know, Cade Prophet was taking a cage, uh, I'm sorry, probably was taking a selfie with his girlfriend near the top of the waterfall when he slipped and fell into the Pooze River, according to the Tri-City Arrow. Uh, local CBS station uh, said he fell uh, about 40 feet then into the river uh, where he was swept away. His body was found later in a deep, uh, oh, in a difficult-to-reach location. It's a terrible part of the river right there. Uh, spokesman said, I can't tell them that they can't be here. It's a park. Uh, you know, <laughs> don't take selfies there. Yeah, he says, the spokesman uh, complains to the hikers. He says he complains to them all the time, saying that, now there are signs warning people to stay off the on the trails, but they are not always obeyed. I can't tell them that they can't be here. It's a park. And uh, but the cliffs are dangerous, and if it's not the first time where we've been out there, we've been. It's not the first time we've been out here to save people. You know, selfie-related incidents have been growing along with the popularity of the photos. God, 
2015, nearly 50 people died while taking selfies, according to a study. The, thus, included tourists who uh, tourists rather who died after falling down a staircase at the Taj Mahal while attempting to take a photo. And last year, a tourist fell to his death at Machu Picchu in Peru while attempting a selfie. Fell into the probably yeah he probably fell. No, Machu Picchu is uh, a temple there in South America. <laughs> it's it's late. Uh, dangerous self. Uh, let me see. They're going to show somebody. Uh, oh, it's tragic. Yeah. Look at this crazy 17, 16 year old girl who stabbed a Uber driver with a machete and a knife from a Walmart. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. It could be. Mm. The breathtaking start. Guys, we've just made it to the top. This is incredible, to be honest. Was as dangerous as it was stupid. Two climbers said to be teenagers trespassing and scaling the Golden Gate Bridge, oh dangling God. atop the nearly 750-foot structure with no safety equipment or regard for the lives of commuters below. Yeah. I know they could be, like, upset or something, but, like, we're just, like, two kids and we just had a little fun. NBC News is not identifying the trespassers. The California Highway Patrol calls the duo, who performs somersaults and at times never grip the bridge's cables, another example of social media risk-takers going over the edge. The Internet is plastered with senseless selfies, pictures meant to make a moment last, nearly becoming a last moment. In April, a Sacramento woman taking a selfie from this dangerous off-limits catwalk on California's tallest bridge lost her footing, plunging 60 feet to the trail below. Lucky the spill didn't land her in the ravine much further down. You can go stand right here and take a beautiful picture. You don't have to go stand on the catwalk underneath a 730-foot bridge to take that picture. In some cases, high risk is being taken to new heights. According to one study, at least 127 selfie-related deaths have been recorded worldwide. Some are lucky to survive. From these teens in New York Central Park falling through thin ice gathering for a selfie to these daredevils in California risking more than their own lives. Fortunately, they did not harm any motorists below them because they could have slipped and fallen and landed on someone below them. Worried, many are missing the big picture of a scene like this. This morning, police are urging restraint for those who risk their lives for a killer view. For today, Miguel Almaguer, NBC News, Los Angeles. Where do you even start with something like that? Take it. That was amazing. Uh, a video, but, um, yeah, that's from NBC. But crazy, crazy things that people are doing, you know? Uh-huh. Thrill seekers. Thrill seekers, exactly. And, uh, it's and they can share it with the world. They can share it with the world, man. Through Facebook and... Yeah, well, they get people killing each other and doing all kinds of crazy things. Jesus Christ. Terrible. Um, oh, this is so cute, by the way. Where you, this is karma. What is this? He kicks his cat off. The, this, this cat. He pushes his cat off yeah, the chair. It's a, it's a little video, a quick little 30-second video of a guy goes in with his guitar and, and pushes his cat who's off the chair, pushing him right off, you know, from that fur and kicks him off. The cat, and he, and, he, and he kicks him. Well, he sits down there to, to play his guitar, right? The cat runs up. Uh, uh, the cat runs up, knocks off the plant. <laughs> Lands on his head. And the plant knocks the guy out, knocks the guy out of the head. This is seen by 10,000, 10 million views. Isn't that funny? I well, thought that was so Why funny. was somebody taking that picture? I don't know. The guy, I think the guy was the guy was uh, either doing it himself or somebody was photographing him when it happened. Uh, look at this. Tom Cotton, Social Security. He's a, a Republican from Arizona. Okay. Social Security benefits cause people to spiral down into heroin addiction. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's old people. Anybody doesn't matter. Okay. Social Security benefits. I. Spiral down into heroin and he crazy? Yeah, he's a, he's a fucking idiot. Senator Tom Cotton, a, a senator from a Republican from Arizona, which kind of tells you, suggested on Monday that population decline and drug abuse in poor areas could be a result of too many people on Social Security disability. 
Can you imagine that? This son of a bitch. I, you know, that's why they want to cut Social Security disability. Speaking to, speaking to the Conservative Heritage Foundation on Monday, Cotton warned that communities with high, uh, with a high percentage of residents, with a high percentage of residents on Social Security disability, had reached a tipping point that was linked to population decline. But he said that communities with, which used fewer benefits were enjoying population increase. Well, that kind of makes sense because they're not disabled. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say that what came first or caused the other population decline or increase in disability usage, uh, Cotton opined, uh, or maybe economic stagnation caused both. Regardless, there seems to be, at least at the county, and regional level, something like a disability tipping point. Uh, when, a com- when a county hits a certain level of disability usage, disability becomes a norm, he continued. It becomes an acceptable way of life and an alternative source of income to a good-paying full-time job as opposed to a last-resort safety net program to deal with a catastrophic injury or illness. Is this guy freaking crazy? Mm-hmm. You know that's what that's what it is. You know, the people are, are disabled. They can't work. You know, they, they, what are they, you know, they're probably in chronic pain. They, they got painkillers. And according to Cotton, that was just the beginning of the bad the guy news. Guy has no heart. No, they, these guys are, are soulless. They're just like Trump. At a certain point, when disability keeps climbing and becomes endemic, employers will struggle to find employees or begin to continue to move out of the area. The population continues to fall, and a downward spiral kicks in, and we'll try. I mean, you know, if you have an industry, like in the coal mining or whatever, or some gas mining or something that causes tremendous amounts of injuries and you know, yeah, I know. It's you know and disabilities, the people are going to wind up sick. You know, they're going to wind up disabled. They're going to wind up, you know, impaired. You can't get jobs because you're sick and you're disabled and you're in a wheelchair. You know. Uh, disabled people who are not ready to return to work uh, would be forced to reapply for disability benefits. But, you know, the problem with this guy, you know, is, is he's, he's incredibly stupid. Let, let's, let's listen to this stupidity. Heritage Foundation. McDowell, West Virginia, with a 21% rate of Social Security disability, saw more than an 8% decline in its population. The fastest growing counties in the country, in places like North Dakota, Texas, and Northern Virginia, by contrast, have less than 2% of their population on disability, or about one-tenth the rate of the declining population counties. It's hard to say what came first or caused the other. Population decline or increased disability usage, or maybe economic stagnation caused both. Regardless, there seems to be, at least at the county and regional level, something like a disability tipping point. When a county hits a certain level of disability usage, disability becomes a norm. It becomes an acceptable way of life and an alternative source of income to a good-paying full-time job, as opposed to a last-resort safety net program to deal with catastrophic injury and illness. After a certain point, when disability keeps climbing and becomes endemic, employers will struggle to find employees or begin or continue to move out of the area. Population continues to fall and a downward spiral kicks in, driving once thriving communities into further decline. Not only that, but once this kind of spiral begins, communities could begin to suffer other social plagues as well, such as heroin or meth addiction and associated crime. An urgent policy goal, therefore, should be to stop these tipping points from being reached. There's nothing compassionate about accepting these rates of disability usage. It's bad for the communities affected, and it's worse for the disability recipients. After all, they will receive poverty-level checks for the rest of their lives. Those who can work but are instead on disability will likely never again receive a paycheck, never enjoy working with others, making friends at work, developing new skills, and achieve the program's financial health. People like this should just be put away, you know? 
I mean, if a guy is on disability, Christ Almighty, the guy the guy can't work. He can't does he can't walk. He can't. He, he's got a back issue. He's got. Right, remember, remember Joe. Yeah. Remember poor Joe? He had yeah. asbestosis. And, oh you know, God! Yeah. 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 Thank you for our listeners who Joe was. Joe Joe Bassage was a was a was a friend of ours who was a activist uh, who was a uh, anti nuclear activist. It was a former. Um, he worked at the Millstone Power Plant. Helped to create it. Helped uh, build it, yeah. And he was a he was a steam fitter and a foreman. And then when he saw all the all the problems that, that were happening, uh, and all the corruption uh, around and the incompetence centered around the 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 building of of that of that facility, he went, he became a whistleblower and he became you know uh, virtually a pariah, I guess, if you will. Uh, for the nuclear industry and for that. And he was one of many that were responsible for getting that, that plant closed, okay, for four years, all right? And when we met Joe, they were trying to reopen that plant, and we were with him to uh, to do a documentary and do a series of, of television programs um, uh, to, 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 to try to bring attention to this program, to this problem. Mm-hmm. But poor Joe, yeah, I mean, he... Well, he, he literally gave his life. He gave his life to the cause, but you know, he 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 developed asbestosis from uh, working on, as a steam fitter there and a plumber. And, and he was badly treated. And he was terribly treated by by the by the uh, uh, by administrators the company. of that company, the people. Yeah, who were and so he you know, and and unfortunately he died. Uh, he was a very yeah. young man. He was only sixty three. That was and, very uh, sad for Leo and myself. Very we were very, sad. very fond of him. Yeah. If any of his family is listening, we want them to go, know that Joe will never be forgotten no, by us. No, and, but but you know, we have to understand that this is. I mean, so many people I've known that are on disability insurance, uh, you know, just need it, they deserve it. They can't work. Uh, they either mentally impaired or they're they're physically impaired or they're you know, um, you know. Uh, you know, and, and and people like this that are trying to cut Social Security disability insurances. That, for, that's for wrong. That. These people are heartless. These people mm-hmm. have no heart, no soul. That's because they have full uh, medical care. Well, yeah. If you destroyed their medical care, oh, they would boy. be freaking screaming like bastards. But you know, instead, you know, these these sons of bitches deserve death. They they, they deserve they deserve the worst. All right, karma in the world. Mm-hmm. These people are, are heartless. And that's why I hate Trump. I think Trump is the most heartless, cruel son of a bitch that ever walked the face of the earth. He's but made this, a lot of this, promises, this and Tom he's done Cotton, just the opposite. But this Senator Tom Cotton, he's one of the biggest son of a bitches that, that exists. I mean, he's right along with him. The Republicans control everything. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying Democrats, at least Democrats, they, they have some compassion for people, but the goddamn Republicans have no compassion for anybody. All right, uh, it, it, it's just it's just cruel, 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 and uh, God may 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 they strike them dead somehow. These people got these people got misery coming to them. Uh, well, it's not ours to judge. Uh, revealed Trump completely mis- misunderstood MIT's climate research uh, university officials' statement. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Trump is a nut. He, he doesn't understand anything. Trump seems to have mistaken ethics waivers for pardons. Bush lawyer blasts possible violations of ethics rules. <laughs> it's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Climate change is real, says CEOs defending Paris Climate Agreement. And uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I just... The more I see about, the more I see with about this guy, the more I hate him. I never thought I would say that about Trump, but I, I really, really, really do. Oh, that, you know, to change the subject a little bit, high fructose corn syrup has been quietly and deceitfully renamed. Leather. Oh, what's it renamed? It's now got uh, uh, kind of a weird. It is called um, 
syrup is a killer. High fructose corn syrup is a killer. Since humans started consuming it, obesity rates have more than tripled and diabetes incidences have increased more than sevenfold. Even when used in moderation, it is a major cause of heart disease, obesity, cancer, dementia, live liver, uh, liver failure, tooth decay, and more. This is all from uh, high fructose corn syrup, folks. Yep. So what does the FDA do about the silent killer? Silent killer? It allows food producers to change the name of the infamous sweetener in order to trick consumers into thinking they are not eating high fructose corn syrup. Now they're calling it a natural sweetener. That's right. High fructose corn syrup now goes by a new name, new deceitful name, natural sweetener, designed to trick customers into making ill-informed choices that will impact on their health. Consumers are finally catching on to the fact that what we put in our mouths affects our waistline as well as our health. And since consumers have become far much smarter and finally waking up to these realities, they are demanding healthier food choices. Every food company is smearing 100% natural on every product of anything regardless of what's inside the box. You want to read that or you're going to stay with us here? Yep. Okay, now we have to know the new sneaky name to know whether or not we are consuming high fructose corn syrup or not. Obviously, the best way to avoid this mess is to buy from companies you really trust. Oh, I meant to tell you, Aldi's, National Aldi's, mm-hmm. they're going completely organic. Oh, that's good. All their foods are going to be organic. They're oh, not, wow. There's no pesticides, no fillers, no nothing. Well, yeah. we get a lot of stuff there already. We do, so. but, but now they're going completely that way. Awesome. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Uh, a great company, and you save fifty percent on basically fifty percent of your food bill on uh, over there, buying organic products. Which I and I, I shop there often. And it's very very good. Now we have to know the new sneaky name, which is uh, natural sweetener. Huh. Want to read that? Big food companies are hiding ingredients. Big food companies are hiding ingredients they know we really don't want to consume in their products. This time, it's the presence of new versions of a high-fructose corn syrup. But this is not the innocuous fructose that has sweetened the fruits humans have eaten since time began. This is a quite, there is a questionable ingredient with many names that could be causing all sorts of health problems. The product is General Mills Vanilla Chex an updated version of the Czech cereal sold in most conventional and discount stores for many years. The front of the box clearly states that a product contains no high fructose corn syrup, but turn it over to read the ingredients list, and there it is, the new isolated fructose. Why is this a problem? According to Corn Refiners Association, uh, there's been a sneaky name change. The term fructose is no is now being used to denote a product that was previously known as um, HFCS90, high fructose corn syrup 90, uh, meaning it is 90% pure fructose. And compare this to what is termed regular high fructose corn syrup, which contains 42 or 55% fructose, and you will know why General Mills is eager to keep you in the dark. Mm. CRA explains a third product, HFCS, high fructose corn syrup 90, is sometimes used in natural and light foods where very little is needed to provide sweetness. Mm-hmm. Syrups with 90% fructose will not uh, state fru- high fructose corn syrup on the label anymore. They will state fructose or fructose syrup. Okay. Jesus, man. I mean, they just, you know. Manipulative. Yeah. And the way that they get away with this is fairly simple. Simply emulating the high fructose corn syrup designation for the laboratory sweetener that's nine-tenths fructose and calling it what it really is, fructose, and that's how a processed food product like Chex Vanilla uh, then contain fructose and a substance that, according to fruit uh, refiners, uh, uses a high level of high fructose corn syrup and can declare itself to be high fructose corn syrup free. Holy crap. Man, they, they, are, they are screwing with us so badly. Huh? Yeah, that, you got that right. It is, just one thing after another. Yeah. I read something, but I don't believe it. I, I'm not going to believe this until Which, I see What is more. that? Millennia Trump, 
supposedly is uh, when she when she moves to the White House, she's banning all uh, Monsanto products. Oh, I don't. Well, Michelle Obama did all that kind of stuff, and then Obama signed all the bills. Yeah, he's a lobbyist for them now. If methadone is free to addicts because they have a disease, why is chemotherapy not free to cancer patients? a good question, I thought. Uh-huh. Now, this guy, this freaking moron, Mr. Trump, asked world leaders to call him on his cell phone. Can you imagine the stupidity of this man? The absolute, absolute stupidity of this guy. He must be a friend of Hillary Clinton. He, he is a friend of Hillary Clinton, but he's an idiot. So I'll show his face. Um, Trump has been handling out, handing out his cell phone number to world leaders and urging them to call him directly, an unusual invitation that breaks diplomatic protocol. And, uh, and it's raising concerns about the security and secrecy of the U.S. Commander-in-Chief's communications. Trump has urged leaders of Canada. you want to read that? Yep. Trump has urged leaders of Canada and New Mexico to reach him on his cell phone according to a former and current U.S. official with direct knowledge of the practice. Of the two, only Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has taken advantage of this office so far, officials said. They must be listening. Trump also exchanged numbers with French President Emmanuel Macron when the two spoke immediately after Macron's election. <laughs> Macron's. <laughs> according to the French like that. According to the French officials, we have a lot of French listeners, by the way. Comment on whether Macron intended to use the line. All the officials demanded <laughs> anonymity because they were not authorized to reveal the conversation. Neither the White House nor Trudeau's office responded to requests for comment. Is he a moron, or am I just exaggerating? The notion of world leaders calling each other up by via cell phone may seem... Hang on a second. These things are tough, these, these websites. Uh, so it may seem unremarkable in the modern mobile world, but in the diplomatic arena, where leader-to-leader calls are highly orchestrated affairs, it is another notable breach of protocol for a president who has expressed distrust of official channels. And the formalities and discipline of diplomacy have been a rough fit for Trump, who, before taking office, was long easily accessible by cell phone and viewed himself as freewheeling, impulsive deal maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he thinks he still is. Presidents generally place calls on one of several secure phone lines, including those in Washington House or White House Situation Room, the Oval Office of the Presidential Limousine. Even if Trump uses his government-issued cell phone, his calls are vulnerable to eavesdropping, uh, particularly from foreign governments, national security experts say. Can you read? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if you're speaking on an open line, then it's an open line, meaning those who have the ability to monitor those conversations are doing so. Oh, we've got a little buffering here. Yeah, yeah. Now I another stupid pop-up at the moment. Gosh, they really ruin all your sites, don't they? Yeah, they do. Uh, doing so, said uh, Derek Chulette, a former Pentagon advisor, National Security Council official, now at the Ger- German Marshall Fund of the United States. What that is, I have no idea. German Marshall Fund of the United States. No idea what that is. Um, there's more. Um, there's some more stuff. Do you know where we are on this? Yeah, it got. We kind of got all. Um, yeah, kind of got messed up. Um, oh, the, here it is. The administration has been fending off. Whoops. Sorry about that. This is hard. This is yeah. Los Angeles. The administration Paris. has been. Oh, you lost that. A president doesn't carry with him a secure phone, Charlotte said. If someone is trying to spy on you, then everything you're saying, uh, you have to presume that others are listening to it. Well, that's true. Yeah, just like just like us right now. We're presuming people are listening. The caution is warranted even when... Did you lose that? I guess I lost it. Huh. Shit. This is 
very difficult. This yeah, is one I can print out before, from the site if you really liked it yeah, and read that. But not I, try to it's very difficult to read because you get so many pop-ups and page paginations. They just make everything miserable. Uh, people yeah, aren't going to bother. Then. The caution is warranted. Well, that's why I'm reading it because people will probably won't go to it. The caution is warranted even when dealing with allies. As German Chancellor Angela Merkel learned in 2013 when a dump of American secrets leaked by Edward Stone revealed the U.S. was monitoring her cell phone. Right? Can you imagine how she felt? I know. Good relations don't prevent some spycraft between friends. If you are Macron or the leader of any country and you get the cell phone number of the President of the United States, it's reasonable to assume that they'd hand it right over to their intel service. Um, a lawmaker, a law professor of the University of Virginia, who formerly served as assistant legal advisor to political military affairs in the U.S. Department. The practical, it's amazing, all these titles are like 25 words long. You notice that? Yeah. Those military titles or office of this and that, of the, you know, um, yeah, it's ridiculous. But the practice opens Trump's up to charges of hypocrisy. Um, throughout last year's presidential campaign, he lambasted the Democratic rival Hillary Clinton for the same for using her uh, unsecured server. The president's phone calls with world leaders often involve considerable advanced planning. State Department and National Security Councils typically prepare scripted taken talking points and backgrounds on the leader on the other end of the line. Often an informal transcript of the call is made and circulated about among a select group, sometimes a small clutch of aides, sometimes a broader group of, uh, of officials. Those record, records are preserved and archived. But Trump doesn't want that. He just wants to be a freewheeling asshole on a cell phone. Might as well be a drug dealer, right? The White House did not respond to questions on whether the president is re keeping records of any less formal calls with world leaders. Trump's White House is... Uh, is uh, already facing scrutiny for apparent efforts to work out usual uh, diplomatic channels. The administration has been fending off questions about a senior aide's attempt to set up a back channel uh, of communication with Moscow, as Kushner, and White House Advisor Jared Kushner, son-in-law, uh, Trump's son-in-law, in December with Russian ambassador to the U.S. and discussed whether a secret line of communication could be, could be set up. Person demanded anonymity because the person was not authorized to discuss the sensitive conversation by name. And White House had such a back channel communication, a useful and discreet. But, you know, to Trump, it's a freaking uh, way to. Uh, I, I, if you want to look at it, go to the Los Angeles Times today. It's, it's in there. He's just a big creep. Unbelievable creep. But, anyway. Um, Jimmy Griffin sent this to me. I, I was really kind of surprised. The most stupid, stupid statement he thinks ever, ever made by a president in the White House. Uh, um, an absolute bizarre statement that the White House put out that is not only completely ridiculous, but it seems as if it's something Trump wrote about himself. Oh, this is funny, Lila. This is funny, Lila, Lila, Lila. You got, you, you got to read this yourself. This was put out. This was too small for me to see. I'm oh, sorry. So you'll have to read it. That's okay. It was put out by the Trump White House after he came back, and it says about his communications. Right? <laughs> Trump wrote about himself. Uh, here's what the very real and official White House statement said. <laughs> this is so funny. President Trump has a magnetic personality and exudes positive energy, which is infectious to those around him. He has an unparalleled ability to communicate with people, whether he is speaking to a room of three or an arena of 30,000. He has built great relationships throughout his life and treats everyone with respect. He is brilliant with a great sense of humor and has an, and an amazing ability to make people feel special and aspire to be more <laughs> than even they thought possible. Did you hear that? That was hysterical. What a, what a, what a, what a piece of work. He wrote this himself, how freaking brilliant a communicator he is. Yeah, right. He put it out. It was apparently Trump's official White House response to reports that he berates, insults, and belittles members of staff. 
help but think of last year's doctor report Trump released where his doctor said he had extraordinary stamina and could be the healthiest person ever elected president. Uh, a letter that many people, including myself, uh, believe Trump wrote personally as an at least instructed his doctor how to write it. <laughs> I never witnessed anyone as egotistical and insecure as Donald Trump. He's so emotionally fragile, he constantly either needs to brag about himself or have people bragging about him. That's why he's such a big bad, big fan of Twitter. It's the uh, p- perfect social media platform for him to grab a phone when his tiny little hand set out the tweet. Uh, but you know, you know what, Lyle? It turned out, you know, the amazing thing. What? Do you know? Do you know that Trump has uh, something like I think he has 35 million followers. Uh-huh. They found out that more than half of those are, are robots. Robots. Huh. They're, not, they're not real. They're, they, he really? paid. Yeah, you can pay to get a million. You can pay four hundred bucks to get a to get a million followers oh. on Twitter. You know what? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. The, the guy who beats him though out altogether is uh, um, Obama. He's got eighty nine million followers. Only a third of them are bought. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> eighty nine. But uh, this is uh, it was really funny, it was a very funny, very funny story. Yeah. Uh, well, I really feel sorry for Kathy Griffin, uh, the woman who put up the comedian, who put up, uh, um, she put up that um, you know beheaded, beheaded uh, the severed head of uh, Trump. But it turns out she uh, squatty potty. She was a spokesperson for Squatty Potty. That was Kathy Griffin over beheaded Trump thing. Yeah. Hey, you want me to read that? Yeah, go ahead. Because I've never heard, I never heard of Squatty Potty until now, until this article, but I guess she was their spokesperson. Now, Squatty Potty has spoke commercials featuring Kathy Griffin after a backlash over the snap of the comedian posing with a bloody mask depicting mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Potty Squatty is, let's see if we can get into this. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, squat, it's a, yeah, you got you got it's hard to even say. It's actually a, uh, a thing that you put on your toilet, okay, so you can squat uh, and uh, do your business better. Actually, honest to God, this is a true story. Uh, and she's she's no longer the spokesperson for that because uh, I mean her her depiction of uh, a beheaded Trump was too much for Squatty Buddy. <laughs> it's the goddamnest truth, folks. I'm serious. It's so true. This is put up by Huffington Post today. It's very very. I, I thought it was funny, but I mean it's it's the truth. That's what she she lost the uh, Squatty Buddy. Unbelievable. Uh, it turns out that more Americans want to impeach Donald Trump than approve of his job performance. Isn't that amazing? I think that's amazing. More people want to, more Americans want to impeach him than approve his job performance. Yes, I think it's probably true. Yeah, it is true. It is true. And uh, I just got to mention the polls here. Uh, more Americans want to impeach Donald Trump than approve of his job performance. A new poll says, and this is from uh, where is this from the Independent, okay, uh, Independent newspaper. Um, the number of American voters who want Congress to impeach the president has risen to 43 percent, up from 38 percent last week, <laughs> according to New Politico Morning Consultant poll. Many of the voters said that they want to see those proceedings, even if Mr. Trump hasn't committed a high crime and misdemeanors that Constitution requires. It says, uh, the, the poll said, if President Trump was, hopping his, was hoping his foreign trip would shift the conversation away from scandals, he may be out of luck. Kyle Drop, Morning Consult's co-founder and chief research officer, said, over the last week, support for beginning impeachment proceedings among voters rose from 38 to 43%. 
That was one of them for sure. Absolutely. You can read my website, lastillshut.org, and see my comment on Mr. Trump. But we're at the end of the show, and I, I really, this has been a good show. But we, uh, it's, it's phenomenal, folks. It's just absolutely phenomenal to to see what people are doing, you know, and, and, and see what this clown is, is doing to us. Totally amazing. Um, so follow it all. Oh, I want, let me, you know, I don't really like this woman that much, and um, she's kind of scary, actually. But it's uh, it's Elizabeth Warren, and I think it's had over seven million views, and it's it's her. It's about two minutes long, and I'll close the show out with it. But I would I agree with her on this issue. But after betraying every liberal in America by backing Hillary Clinton and revealing herself as a hysterical lunatic. She has no credibility left in Congress over the public. If she is all the Democrats can put up for resistance against Trump's budget, we are all doomed. And this is Elizabeth Warren's statement against uh, 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 Betsy DeVos's budget re- request, okay, uh, was the, the Secretary of Education. Uh, here we go. The Trump-DeVos budget cuts $11 billion dollars from public education. They want to take away 22 programs that help kids pay very well. They want to take away after-school programs, gone. Teacher training, gone. Class size reduction, gone. School arts programs, gone. Physical education programs, gone. Foreign language programs, gone. Education technology, mental health services, anti-bullying initiatives. AP courses, STEM education, and even the Special Olympics. This is an unbelievable statement of where Trump and DeVos want to take this country. Oh, and there's more. There's more. The Trump-DeVos budget would totally eliminate public service loan forgiveness. That's it. Gone. Nothing. They want to slice work-study in half. Steal $4 billion from the Pell Grant program. And here's the one that just is especially awful. They want to roll back the student loan subsidies for low-income college students. So what's the plan of DeVos and Trump? It's to make student loans more expensive for the students who have the most trouble. They want to make sure that more students stay in debt even longer and pay even more back to the federal government. Here's the bottom line. The Trump-DeVos budget would push opportunities out of the reach of millions of students across this country. It would ruin lives. Yeah, it's all about numbers, but it's also all about our values. It's about what we care about in this country. And what Trump and DeVos are saying it's not about public education. It's not about helping people get a college diploma. It's not about helping people who have student loans they got to pay off. Nope. It's up to us. It is up to us to fight back. It is up to us to say no to these budget cuts. Be clear. You have the power. If you make your voice heard in Washington, then the Republicans cannot get away with passing a budget like this.
and uh, you know, wish you the best. And uh, last night we're we're one day off here. We we had uh, yes, last night we had a major storm in the area, tornado warnings and everything else. So we decided to cancel the show because um, we had done a show before where we got that power outage, and we didn't want that to happen. So we decided to put it off till tonight. Hope you enjoyed the show, um, and uh, hope you come back uh, again next week. So talk to you soon, folks. Enjoy. Have a good weekend. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.